Hello, my friends. Welcome to this week's episode of my Celebrity Coach Chats. No fooling. It's April Fool's Day. This week, I'm talking to Tina Colura. I'll see yourself grow. She's a super amazing coach who helps people with their business growth strategy. And she's got an awesome model and she has great ideas and experience about, you know, wellness, that thing that we always talk about. Enjoy the episode. Pass, pass me a question if you have any questions. And of course, as always, have an amazing day. Hi, my friends. Welcome. This is the Back to Me podcast. And this is Heather. And I am super excited that you're here. You are going to hear some tips and some tricks and some ideas to help you live your happiest and healthiest self. I call it Back to Me because when you are taking care of yourself, back to me, then you can take better care of others and we can all make the world a better place. This is Wellness Your Way and I am super happy that you're here. Amazing. Okay, so this week it's me, Heather, of course, and this is the Back to Me podcast. And this is the celebrity, one of my favorite um slots for my podcast is my celebrity coach chat because I get to chat with such fabulous people. And today is Tina, I'm going to say it wrong, Colora. You said it wonderfully. Excellent. <laughs> and from See Yourself Grow, it's super amazing productivity coach. And we're going to talk as usual, all things wellness, right? Because wellness is more than just I was in a um, podcast yesterday. It's more than just eat less and exercise more, right? There's so many aspects to wellness. We could, I could like fill a lifetime with it. But so Tina, um, so what kind, I guess, let's talk about this. How did you get into coaching first? Like what drew you to it? Wow. So uh, Heather, first off, I just want to say thank you for having me uh, on the show. I'm I'm overjoyed uh, with with gratitude uh, for you and for all that you do. Thank you. Um, thank you. It wouldn't I wouldn't be here if you guys weren't here. So <laughs> yeah, for sure. So uh, I've been coaching for about 15 years now. Oh. Now I've taken it on so many different paths, but uh, if, if I want to go back to my original thirst and, and, you know, desire for helping others achieve goals. It was back in 2008. And um, it was when I first became a people leader in my corporate role. And I realized like how much I loved helping people, you know, see something more in them than they would see in themselves. Right. So mm -hmm. identifying, you know, their strengths and their areas of opportunity and and developing the plan and then seeing it all come to flourishing. Um, it was just so gratifying. Right. And, and then I went to this. Um, uh, it was a three day seminar and I got on stage and I spoke to three thousand people in the room. And the energy <laughs> from the stage was just Oh my God. So, so people would have so rather amazing. dropped dead. <laughs> I know, I know. And you know what? It was just the energy in the room, like I said, was just invigorating. And and so it was at that seminar that uh, the person I was with, he's like, why don't you start a coaching business? And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. He's like, you love coaching. You love motivating people. Why not? So that's how it started. 
That's so amazing. And what what got you to get up on stage? Did you just somebody said you want to try it, or it was a part of the curriculum, or it was part of the curriculum, and I got chosen to be the spokesperson for our group to share, you know, our thoughts and and what we were what we were implementing. And oh my goodness! And the 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 organizer of the event. Uh, he put his hands on my shoulder as I was there and he's like, take it in. He's like, take it all in. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, so good. yeah. And it's so, so funny. Sweet. I like, cause you just reminded me the first time I ever stepped, I'm going to say stage in quotation marks, cause it wasn't really a stage and it was only three people, but it was a really huge step for me. Mm-hmm. And it was actually teaching my very first ever yoga class. Nice. And, and I got pushed up onto that stage you know it was like my yoga teacher said you're you're a teacher teach and she I didn't believe her I said no I'm not I'm an accountant (laughs) she said teach teach and I trusted her and did it and I mean probably on a smaller scale than 3,000 people three people but oh my gosh it's true like you feel that energy and people just are experiencing and living whatever you're saying and like it was so good yeah absolutely and and I always say like in any type of motivational talk that I'm giving if one person can walk away feeling inspired or motivated or you know if they want to make even a small change in their life I'll know that I did something good for someone else today you know so that that's rewarding in itself and do you speak most, so what is your, because uh, you've got productivity coach, but on your um, name thing, what's that called? A little bar at the bottom. So do you speak about productivity or do you just like to speak um, motivation topics? So when I first started out, I fell in love with the secret and the law of attraction right. and vision boards and all that fun stuff. So yeah. I got certified with the Quantum Success Coaching Academy And the corporation that I was working at, after I got certified, they asked if I would run employee sessions. And so I said, absolutely. So I started talking to the employees about the power of positive thinking, the power of goal setting, and the power of future visioning, and how it all ties in to getting stuff done, right? Right. Um, So I talk a lot about that. And I've taken that on multiple journeys. Um, So I took it into a 12-week Um, course uh, that I was doing here in the school boards. Then I took it to kids. I'm like, if I could teach this to adults, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, why not take it to, to the elementary schools for the kids to understand, like, because they haven't got all the filters on yet. Right. Exactly. We don't have a lot of yeah, buts yet. (laughs) Yes, yes, exactly. So when I, when I was asked by a principal, if I would do, and it was health and wellness week, um, and yeah. yeah, the principal is like, would you come and speak to the kids? I'm like, absolutely. So I am, I'm a yes person, <laughs> Heather. So if you ask me, I'll say yes, absolutely. Yes. Can you do this? Yes. Can you do that? I'm like, I will figure it out. Um, so yeah. And you know what, as I got older, I started doing a lot of talks on capitalizing on the time that we've been given. Right. Yeah. My tagline is, I will help you get out of your own way and into results in less than 90 days. Why? Because I've done it for myself and and now I'm doing it for others, right? Whether it's personal development or professional development, 
Um, I really think that, you know, once you work through the limiting beliefs or work through, you know, the, 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 the cobwebs that we're creating in our own mind and we start getting clear on things, you know, um, that's when the magic happens. And sometimes like I do find if someone can just have someone help them sort out the whirlwind of, because we have so much information. It's almost like, and people who don't live in Toronto probably won't get this, the pickle barrel, Mm. the menu at the pickle barrel. Mm -hmm. It's this restaurant. It's like a novel. And I find it on some levels quite stressful because there's so much on there. How are you supposed to decide? So sometimes with life, you know, we have the tyranny of choice. Mm -hmm. There's so many things we could do. Um, We're paralyzed because we don't know which way to go. So having someone kind of outside to say, to ask the powerful questions to help you figure out not only what you want, but maybe what you need. Mm-hmm. and what would help you and what would make you happier and what would unstick you, as you say, you know, mm-hmm. get yourself out of your own way. And I've seen lots of get unstuck programs lately. So it's, I think it's the theme of the decade is get mm-hmm. unstuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And true, once they can see a path, then it's easy, then it becomes easier. And they all, I find they all impact each other. So, I mean, you talked about life, you talked about business, but if you can improve, if you can tweak one thing, it's going to flow through all the rest of the things in life, right? It's, we don't live each of the pieces of our life in isolation. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, I, I do this process, it's basically called the focus wheel. Um, and so I always ask my clients on a personal level, anything I, any tools that I've used on a personal level, I've kind of transitioned them into business. Um, so you, you identify what are the four quadrants of, of business or life and start rating yourself on a scale of one to 10. And prior to, to the pandemic, I was doing this on a quarterly basis, right? But once the pandemic hit, Heather, I felt like I had to do it on a monthly basis just (laughs) to check myself. Right. Well, um, it was so easy to, you could slide so easily over the last two years. Mm-hmm. And so many people I've heard from have said, you know, they, it always comes up. Yeah. I was trying to stay on top of things and it just got away mm-hmm. from me. Yeah. It's one of the use for Cause I use, a, I use six. <laughs> yeah. And, well, I start with the four. Well, <laughs> so right. the four quadrants of life, you know, your emotional, your mental, your physical and your spiritual state. And right. then I, I add in another four right? Areas of life. So I do eight, I do, I rate myself on, on eight categories of life, you know, family, social life, my finances, my business, how am I doing right on a scale of one to 10. And then what I do is I look at the areas that I scored the lowest on. Right. And, and then I start putting one to three goals, either daily or weekly or monthly, whatever I can handle. Um, And then from there, I start building out the plan. Um, and I find it's a lot easier. Yeah, it's a lot easier to focus on one to three items versus everything, right? Yeah, you have to pare it down because it's like I've I've tried. <laughs> I I'm guilty of trying to do absolutely everything. Just ask my husband; he'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is very true that it seems so simple. It seems, I mean, it 
it is simple in some ways, but it's not always easy to just pare it down into just how are you, like I use the six, I use physical, emotional, spiritual, um, relationship, professional, and financial. But there's, I mean, there's lots of ways to slice it. But when mm -hmm. I tell people, it's, it's just a way to organize your thoughts. Yeah. And to organ to kind of put some, give yourself some space to think. And yeah, you take the lowest one and you don't have to be Hollywood epic. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to be a Bo Derek 10 out of 10. You know, you can say, this is the one I'm going to work on. And just small daily actions will take you so far, right? That's yeah. that's kind of the premise of the Atomic Hab Habits book. Yes, exactly. Right. So and, you know, you touched upon this a little bit earlier when, you know, people tend to cripple themselves into inaction, right, by getting overwhelmed or, you know, being uncertain on, on where to start. And if you think about like the moments where we're totally stressed out and we have, you know, that foggy brain syndrome, we're not thinking straight, you know, or or we're not able to formulate a plan or, or just even identify, you know, what can I do right now? And right. So the best decision from that place. Either, right? right. Exactly. So I, I do, I, I tell my clients, I'm like, let's put 60 seconds on the clock. I'm like, and just think about that one item. Right. And then just start writing down anything that comes to mind in regards to that one project or process or item. And then I say circle one. And then just spend 10 minutes on that one thing. Right. Right. And then that'll get, that'll make them feel better where it's like, you know what? Okay. It's only 10 minutes. It's only one thing, but you know what? If you keep doing this on a daily basis, you'll reach your end goal a lot yeah. quicker. Right. Yeah. And in small doses, right? Yeah. There was, um, I think it was called the productivity planner. There's so many planners now, but <laughs> They used the example of, um, you know, there were two groups who were trying to, I think, reach the North Pole, North Pole or South Pole. Someone will have to remind me. But one of them was, one group was going as far as they could. And, you know, they would push themselves, push themselves. And then, so they were up and down with their, how they were approaching. The other group said, no matter what the weather, no matter what's going on, we're going this distance every day, a manageable mm -hmm. distance. And they were the ones who reached the goal first. Because they were just consistent, consistent, consistent. That's right. And what? And it's true. When you're feeling overwhelmed, you can't make a decision. You're making your decision out of being overwhelmed, and you're just trying to clear the deck as fast as you can. So you're gonna not make necessarily the best decision. And I'm in this group called Procrastinators Unite. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's a WhatsApp group. <laughs> We're trying to help each other stop procrastinating. I don't okay. know if the procrastinators could actually help each other. Well, I, I, I have 21. I do a, a class on 21 ways to beat your procrastination right. habits. So, yes, I got you. <laughs> you got to send me the link for that. Send me the link for that. But it was funny because today someone was had just went on a rant and listed everything that was wrong, what was going on with them. Mm-hmm. And that they were feeling completely overwhelmed. And mm -hmm. this story just popped into my head. And funny, it was a podcast that I did like two years ago when I was doing a business, more business podcasts than wellness mm -hmm. podcasts. And it was Bird by Bird. You know that story of Bird by Bird? Mm -hmm. It's such a good story. I and mean, I can't yeah. remember who the author is, but it's like, how 
or, you know, the how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? <laughs> yes. so it's like a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. And you feel better. Like you, if you give yourself smaller pieces, you'll feel better. Yes. Right. Yes. And you can look backwards at some point and go, whoa, look how far I actually got. I didn't think I was doing anything. And then right. where I actually am. Yeah. And you know what? Actually, Heather, that leads me, uh, that makes me think of something else. Um, I actually do a vision board for my previous year. I call it my success board. Yeah. That's amazing. Right? Yeah. And and it kind of ties into what you're saying because it's like, huh, look what I accomplished. Right? That's so good. And and then especially when you're setting your goals for the year to come. So, you know, do a success board of, of the previous year, then do your vision board for the year to come, write it down. Yeah. I'm writing that down. Yeah. <laughs> and pulling up as, my pen. <laughs> I know. And as crazy as it sounds, what I did is I went through all my social media posts and it kind of just triggered, you know, everything that I accomplished Sometimes in, in, you forget. in 2021. Right. And, and then I shared it with, with my team and, uh, and, and it, it inspired them to want to do the same. And then when we did our vision boards for 2022, you're like, okay, you, you start identifying, you know, what, what are the goals, right? What are the big goals? What are your big five? Um, and then I, I take it a step further from there and I'm like, okay, what are the activities that you're going to commit to, to making those goals a success? Yeah. Right? Making and, it like that one step at a time goal, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have to be anything big, you yeah. know, and, and make it measurable, right? Maybe it's, you know, for me, I'm, I'm looking up here because I have all my boards up here. My first one is I will sign up five small business, um, you know, business owners uh, for, for coaching. And so what are some of the things that I'm going to do? I'm going to attend more business networking events, right? Whether it's one to three a week or whatever, right? But, you know, we all need a plan. <laughs> and I tell this to my girls, dreams don't come true. I'm like, plans come true. <laughs> right. <laughs> we so like to believe. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're seven and four. So I'm, I'm planting those seeds now, Heather. <laughs> They're going to be ready to rock it by the time <laughs> they get to, you know, that age where they decide a direction. And I, if someone had told me when I was a kid that you can change direction if you want, man, would I have been more courageous. Yeah. I yeah. waited till I was in my 30s to be courageous to realize you can change your mind. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. What is it? It's, it's a crazy number of, of, of decisions. That, what is it? 23,000 decisions a day. That's how many decisions we're making a day, right? right. So we, we got to just put more value in, in taking a chance and, and making those choices. And whether it's a good choice or a not so good choice, at least you're making them, right? So the more choices you make, the better you become at making them. Right. right? I was actually giving a webinar last night on the um, those six zones. Like it was just a come in and let me teach you the basics of how to how to kind of organize your thoughts and choose a direction to be, take better care of. My program is called Back to Me. My podcast is called Back to Me. Yeah. Better care of yourself. And I said, you know, at one point I'm like, just pick one and pick a direction and you're not going to make a mistake because you've made a decision and you can't, once you realize that there's something you want to change, you can't unknow that. 
Mm-hmm. And if you choose to do nothing, that is still, you're still making a decision and you're deciding you want to stay in this place where you're not as happy. So make your decision valuable, like value what your decision is and mm-hmm. um, pick a direction. And if you get partway down the road and go, oh, shoot, this isn't the right road. <laughs> Take the exit ramp and yeah. take it the road. Yeah. There's no mistakes, right? There's just lessons. Yeah. Only learning, learning opportunities. Um, you know, I've been with my corporate job 22 years. Oh. And, and in the 22 years that I've been there, I've switched jobs like 10 times. So my average is like every two years, I'm like, okay, time for a new, new, new obstacle, new learning opportunities, right? That was my um, average in corporate too. Yeah. Years, I had to, I wasn't always with the same company, but when I did, I had to switch jobs every two years. Otherwise I would just get bored and yeah. my motivation. And yes. Then I just found stuff outside corporate way more exciting and interesting. So I, hence, you know what, and hence the coaching for me, yeah. you know, if, if you're truly passionate about one thing, you know, the universe, whatever higher power you believe in will always bring you back to, to, to that natural state. And, and this is something that I, I, I'm passionate about and I love doing it. And it it just doesn't, I don't even realize the time is passing, you know, when I'm focusing on my business or my coaching or my clients. So, so I'm truly grateful for all that. Well, you must be the queen of productivity if you can have a full-time corporate job and you're have you're running these programs because I know your program is eight weeks, right? I have an eight-week uh, see your business grow program, okay. uh, and then I also do uh, free master classes. Uh, so I usually do two a month, and I also run two networking events every month as well. And you have two children. And I have two children. <laughs> two, two, two. Oh, wow. It's the year of two, 2022. Right. 2022. So yeah. that, like, that's a lot. Like, people, some people would hear that and think the woman doesn't sleep. Right? But yeah. I got to tell you, Heather, um, I got one of those smart watches uh, for Christmas. And my husband, he's like, how do you do it? I, I get on average two to three hours of deep sleep a night. Wow. Right? <laughs> I didn't know that was good uh, until, until he started pointing it out to me. And he's like, yeah, he's like, you're my brain. I'm the type of person when I'm out, I'm out. Um, and I think it's just because of how full my day is that right. when I do hit that pillow, I get really good sleep. And there's uh, people who they can't turn their day off. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, like I have one of those smart watches and my average funny enough, which I always think, Oh, it must be the angels or the universe or something. My average deep sleep is one hour and 11 minutes. Oh, <laughs> ah, I love that. I'm like again with the one hour and 11 minutes, couldn't I have a little more, but right. um, like sleep is one of the things I talk about in, in my program. Cause I'm, te- I'm, talking a lot about, you know, um, finding balance in your life. That's why I'm like, mm-hmm. you have so much going on. You must be like the queen of organization to get to have that all in there and yeah. be able to be there for all of the aspects of your life. You know, your family, your social life, your job, your friends, the yeah. whole food match. 
Yeah, that's why, uh, you know, I, I do a talk on capitalizing on the time we've been given uh, because prior to the pandemic, I was commuting four hours a day. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. So dropping the kids off at 630 in the morning, not getting home till 730. So had a little breakdown, Heather, uh, in, in corporate uh, back in 20, 2019. And, you know, I realized this is not this is not the life I want to be living. And then I did a visualization of my perfect day and it was working from home, spending more time with my family, you know, uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner with my husband. And then the pandemic hit. I'm like, yes, (laughs) I'm I'm being given the gift of time. So I really capitalized on those four hours. So those two hours in the morning where I was commuting, I was curating content posting videos, you know, connecting with people, uh, just starting messaging, say, Hey, love to connect with you, planting those seeds. And then in the evening I was doing training or talking to people, networking. So it's really about identifying what are the activities that are going to gratify you and, and give you, you know, what you need, um, in order to, to really capitalize, um, so there's a lot of people out there who are watch, spending that time watching TV or, you know, just doing what they love. And there's not a problem with that. Um, right. But I, I found one of my clients 37 and a half hours a week. Right. Was it because so, of TikTok? What's that? Was it because of TikTok? <laughs> it was because, yeah, she got lost. She would get lost in her 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 social media rabbit holes. Right. Uh, yeah. So I said, listen, I go, if you want to, I go, if you really want to break it down, right? Because she was going to school. She had an autistic son. She thought she couldn't do it. Um, but it's really, you know, valuing the time. Right. Well, you're only choosing where you spend your time, right? So that's yeah. not to say, like I tell people, you, you can go on social, yeah. but set yourself a timer if you can't pull yourself out of it, right? Yeah. My phone actually tells me at the end of each week how much time I spent on each app. Right. So um, that's a good kind of wake up call. And I've been like so, I have been so proud the last couple of weeks because when it gives me my report it tells me that I spent my largest number of hours on something called the Duolingo where I'm trying to learn mm. French. <laughs> right but, but you're learning you're right. you're stimulating your mind yeah right? I mean, so that's not a bad not, thing yeah it's not like I see I see Trent going on to that app is like my break from work mm-hmm. but I'm still doing something and I can only do it for so long because yeah. when I start making lots of mistakes I know my brain is fatigued. I need to go to something yes, else. Yes, exactly. Yeah, but yeah. But social media is designed to keep you there. They're not going to let your brain fatigue, right? They're going to keep trying to pull you back in, pull you back yes. in, pull you back in. Yeah. And yeah. it is, it it can be hard to break away from it, but it's not impossible. No, and absolutely. I was thinking like sometimes people, they want, they say they want something, like they want a specific goal. But if they haven't, it's almost like they haven't committed to it on an emotional level or they've only paid at lip service or they just think, oh, this would kind of be a good idea. Mm-hmm. And that's when you don't, I find that they don't make the, the right decision of where to place their time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, like you knew you wanted to be coaching. You knew you had a gift of four hours a day. You're like, I'm using them. Yes. And 
instead of like, oh, I couldn't do this, but instead I'm going to catch up on my Netflix watching, mm -hmm. right? So, yeah. and it is true that the pandemic is horrible and awful and so many people were suffering, but also a huge gift to change, to shift how we approach work, to how we approach life, to how we approach relationships, mm -hmm. um, to refocus what actually is important. Like I, yes. I hate to think of major crises causing are the only things that seem to wake us up sometimes to give us a shake of mm -hmm. like, no, seriously, you got to pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it shook the whole world. No, seriously, you need to pay attention. Yes. And I hope we're learning. Like, I hope we're learning. Yeah. Um, I had my, like, COVID, I did see as an opportunity because one of my things that I do in my day, in my regular life is I'm still a, a massage therapist. And of course, mm -hmm. that was highly impacted. Mm -hmm. So I just took that time to really work on what was important. And, but I think my biggest wake up call came um, Halloween when I had a stroke. I'm just like, mm you know, in the hospital going, holy moly, do you need right? attention? Yeah. You are totally right, my friend, Tina. You only mm -hmm. have so much time. Yes. And I think that was the kindest way the universe could have kicked me and said, mm -hmm. you're, yeah, your time is moving and you've got to pay attention. And I thought yeah. it was, but I know at, since then, I know that I could have done, been doing way more than I was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and we, we all, we all have the capability to do more or to your point, make different choices, take a different path, right? It's, it's all about being conscientious of, of who we are, or who we want to be. And, you know, just move a little bit towards, <laughs> you know, conquering your fears, right. uh, you know, day to day, right? Because it's the fear that holds us back. Uh, I, I find the whole older we get, it's like, oh, I want to do this, but I'm so unsure of myself. And what if I fail? And what if, what if, what if? So I, I always tell my my people, I'm like, act in spite of fear, right? Just take gets more scared as we get older. You know, I think we're we're just more set in our ways. Mm -hmm. We're more set in our ways. And, you know, um, when I think of my children, they're always failing forward. Right. And, and they're not afraid to try new things. Right. Because it is new to them. Right. Whereas as adults or as we grow, we've experienced it. And, you know, we, we haven't dealt with the ramifications of the failing um, forward. Uh, so, you know, mm -hmm. not having the right tools in our toolbox to help us through all of that. Um, and, and, you know, I, I saw something recently, I read something where they said there's only, we're only born with two fears and that's fear of falling and fear of loud noises. <laughs> so that's it. Know. So we make all these, extra we ones. make everything else up or, you know, our environment. We, yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy because yeah. you look at how much is done out of fear, mm -hmm. um, how many, how many people like what you know the biggest regret of the dying is they didn't do that thing yeah. and and it was because they were afraid to and i mean i can see you know being afraid of you know death like i oh, know i'm not going to go perish 
shooting. But that goes back to the fear of falling. So that's a real one. Right? Mm, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but like people are more afraid of your going back to your stage experience, you know, public speaking, that they're more like mortified. And I think, I guess that comes from the conditioning of if back way, way, way back, if you didn't belong to a tribe, you weren't going to survive, right? You mm -hmm. needed the community support, but yeah. we don't have that now. We still have mm. that kind of feeling sometimes that we have to be accepted or we might, we have this kind of in underlying fear if we're not accepted, we're gonna die. But guess what? You're not gonna die if not no. everyone loves you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the formative years, you know, from zero to seven are, are just so important, you know, to plant the right seeds, provide these kids around you with the right tools, you know, to, to build their confidence. Uh, yeah. and, and don't get me wrong. Yes. You know, they are going to fail, but they, we, we need to encourage them to fail. It's okay to try and it's okay to fall. Like babies don't, you know, just go from crawling to walking. No, they got to stumble. They got to fall. And we point and laugh at them. No, exactly. Exactly. Right. So it, them up and dust them off and keep moving. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what we need to do with our adult friends and families as well. Like, right. Encourage them, encourage them to try something new, you know, encourage them to have a, an end goal. Um, because, you know, going through day to day is okay, but we need to strive. We need to, we need to thrive instead of just survive. Right. So yeah. the next time someone says, you know, oh yeah, I'm doing fine. Or yeah, things are okay. It's like, well, could they be better? Right. Question. What, what could, what could, what could make your life amazing? Right. Should, instead of asking the, how are you today? We should start asking, what could we make better today? Yeah. yeah, something like that. Because it's the pat answer is, "How are you? Great. How are you? Great. Great. Fine. Yeah. Yeah." Really listening to the question or the answer, right? I met yeah. someone on a networking meeting recently who said, "Now when people ask her how she is, she said, do you really want to know?'" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be careful what you ask. <laughs> exactly, right. Yeah. How much yeah. time have you got? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Yeah. But it's, it's interesting. I mean, I was thinking about, um, you know, you were making a comment about um, supporting friends when they're trying to do something new. And one of the things that I always encourage all of my clients to do is make sure that you surround yourself with the people who are going to support you, right? Like, there's, there's always going to be people people in your life who I can just remember when my husband decided to leave his job, his friends were like, Oh my God, how exciting you're going traveling. You're doing this. Like they were so supportive. And when I told my friends, one of them was going to have me committed to cam H because they thought I was crazy. Oh, the no. people not in Toronto who don't know what cam H that's the mental health institute. Yes. And this person took me to lunch. And with the intention of looking me in the eye, and if they thought that I was unstable, they were taking me straight down. Oh, no. My job that I'd lost my mind. Wow. Right? Wow. Yeah. No, so that's so unfair. With, right? Yes. Be careful yeah. who you surround yourself with. Yeah. And, so um, 
Heather, I just, I wanted to share, you know, my six steps to, to, to thriving instead of just surviving. And it, it actually touched upon that's number two, build a good support system around yourself, yeah. right? We're, we're a product of our environment. So the five closest people to you, make sure they're good people. Um, but that's number two. Number one is to begin with the end in mind. So have a goal, have a vision, right? Number three is to set specific goals around it. Make it measurable. You know, the whole smart um uh, you know, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. Yes. yes. <laughs> right. And then number four, realize or recognize when you are procrastinating. Okay. So build in time for procrastination. So if you're going to work for 50 minutes, build in time to give yourself 10 minutes to, to reward yourself with, yeah. you know, your distraction of choice. That's actually number six. But number five is practice the 25-5 rule or the 50-10 rule. Work for 25, pause for five. Work for 50, pause for 10. That's like, right? the, uh, that's, does that come from Pomodoro? Pomodoro, yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it's, it's just really very simple things. Um, but you know, easily enough, they can be implemented and be consistent. Right? Yeah. Consistency. Consistency is key. further being consistency, being consistent and making mistakes yeah. and being inconsistent and being perfect. Yes. Yes. Right? You'll get so much further. Yeah. And, and just like, I love your six. Yes, six. Yep. I love the little six. And I think you have it on a board above your head because I saw you looking up. Like, hang it on your wall. so you. Yeah, yeah it's right here, up. always. Right? You need those visual reminders. I have post-it notes all along behind my computer, you know, that say, ask, listen, help. I am enough. You know, all of these things, all of these yes. reminders for me so that... I don't have to take up mental space remembering yeah. them all. I'm just right there. I've got enough stuff to the, to keep track of in my head. Yes. And just yeah. clear some room for some actual creativity. Yeah. Because when we can drop out of the overwhelm and the stress, you can drop into that creative zone. I was reading a book called "Be Do Do Less, Be More." Mm, yes. Talking about you need that break from thinking and tasks to allow your brain to make connections, <laughs> to recognize things going on. <laughs> I love real life. I know, right? <laughs> I love real life. I was in a meeting recently where there was a dog barking the whole time. <laughs> but it's like you, you just give yourself, your brain some space. Yeah. Give your brain some space to be creative and to relax and to let the breezes blow through and, um, and to be... Be you. Yeah. Sometimes we're so busy being everything except us, we forget what we are, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're it's so true. Be us, yeah. Which it's is so, so true. Important. And I am going to honor your time because I know you're a super busy woman, right? <laughs> How do you get it all done? You keep your deadline, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. As, as, as much as you can, you know, plan for the day, but plan for the unexpected as well, Heather. Yeah. Uh, because I, I remember when I was so structured, I, I, I wasn't as flexible as, as I should be. 
And oh my goodness, has kids having kids has really taught me <laughs> <laughs> that I'm not fully in charge anymore <laughs> of my time. Control uh, so, is always an illusion. They just help find out to you. You know what? It just it they help me be better planners, right? So anytime I'm you know, about to go into a meeting, I'm always checking on them. Do you have everything you need? Do you need anything from me? I'm, you know, so it, it's really planning ahead. That's, that's, that's okay. another, that's another thing that you got to do. Yeah. And expect the unexpected. I like, I like to have a loose plan for my whole week on Sunday, mm -hmm. and knowing that it, it could change at the drop of a hat, right? Yep. At least you've got a little, you've got guidelines. You've got guidelines. Yes. yes. So, I want, I'm going to put into all of the chats and announcements and all of the things, how to find you. And um, do you have, are, is your program ongoing? Is it enroll as you wish? Uh, actually, it's starting May 4th. Um, okay. So people can go to my website, seeyourselfgrow.com. And check out the events page and you could sign up for my free networking event. You could sign up for my free um, how to see your business grow uh, masterclass, um, uh, which is happening on March 29th and April the 1st. Uh, same class, just different time slots. Yeah. Or, um, yeah, we can you can always book a free zero pressure call with me to see if I can help you or your business grow. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so good. Um, I mean, we could talk forever, but you got stuff to do. So, <laughs> my friend, thank you so much for spending time with me today. Absolutely. And for sure, um, everybody listening, please reach out to Tina because I know that she could help you and she's super awesome. Oh, thank you, Heather. <laughs> Thanks. Take care. Bye, everyone. See you. Hi, my friend. Thanks so much for listening to this entire podcast. If you found it useful and you're like me and you like, like helping others, please feel free to share this. Just give it a like. Give it a comment. If you found something useful in it, there's a chance that someone else will find something useful as well. Also, if you have any questions at all, I can absolutely help and I would love to help you can email me at heather at prosperityflowcoaching.com. If you want more of this awesome content, you can follow me on Instagram, Heather Stewart Coaching. You can follow me on Facebook, Prosperity Flow Coaching. And I have a personal request. I want to help as many people as I can with these podcasts. And if you could give me a review, hopefully a good one. <laughs> if you could share, if you could send this out into the world, I would truly appreciate it. I hope you have an amazing day. And I hope that you find your way to wellness by getting back to me. Take care, my friend.